Voices from the Field brings you the stories of a diverse group of workers in older adult services. Listen as they explain how and why they have chosen rewarding careers in our field. Our guest is Guy Hamilton, who is Director of Environmental Services for Eden Hill Communities, which is based in New Braunfels, Texas. Hello, Guy. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Gene. Thanks for having me. Can you start by giving us a quick profile of Eden Hill Communities? Yes, Eden Hill is uh, in New Braunfels, Texas, and we are a large, uh, what was formerly known as CCRC, so Continuing Care Retirement Community, and we are established in uh, the early 1900s, have been in business for over 100 years, started in downtown San Antonio, and uh, relocated in New Braunfels in the, in the mid-50s, uh, started off as a, as a small nursing home and this campus has exploded over the years and we handle uh, independent living, assisted living, uh, skilled nursing. And we have a, a great resident population and uh, a loving, caring staff that, that takes care of our residents every day. So you're a veteran. Can you tell us a little about your military career first? Sure. I was uh, in the Air Force uh, just shy of 23 years. I was an aircraft mechanic uh, by trade, and um, throughout my, my military career, uh, I started, got the education bug and completed my, my master's in, in aeronautical science and uh, became an aircraft accident investigator and um, kind of worked my way through, was on the inspector general staff doing compliance inspections and uh, con concluded my military service out of Randolph Air Force Base uh, just outside of San Antonio and uh, stuck around in the area, ended up working here at Eden Hill. How did you first learn about working in older adult services, and why did you choose it? Going from aircraft to long-term care is, is, is quite, the, quite the transition, and, yes. and how, do you put, how do you put two and two together? So uh, towards the end of my military uh, service, my, my dad developed a progressive supernuclear palsy. It's called PSP for short. And uh, my mom got him established in a VA nursing home in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And uh, I was able to visit him quite a bit. And uh, that was really my first exposure uh, to long-term care, other than growing up as a kid and going and seeing great-grandmas and great-grandpas in, in the nursing home. This was kind of my first adult experience in a, in a long-term care um, setting. And, and my father was in a memory care unit and, and just seeing, um, you know, the the staff interact uh, with, with my father and, and the other residents uh, was really uh, my first experience in, in an older uh, adult services setting. So that was kind of my, my first exposure and, and kind of got the wheels turning on, on, on what I would do in, in the future. How do you think your background has been helpful for doing this work? My background, you know, military service, you get a lot of leadership training and, and, and managing people and programs and, and facilities, uh, equipment. It's been a tremendous help in, in my transition. I spent four years on the inspector general staff traveling from base to base conducting compliance inspections. So uh, I, I was trained pretty well on policy and interpreting policy. Probably that alone has been the greatest asset because long-term care is so heavily regulated. Right. Uh, it's just it's helped me determine and decipher all the all the regulations that that, were, that, that we are enforced to uphold, um, and I think that's helped me really 
manage the, the facility and, and the position that I'm in as director of environmental services. So we're, we're in charge of all the, you know, life safety code and the cleanliness of the facility and, and providing clean sanitary laundry. And so the, the transition, uh, I think the military service, it, it crosses over almost perfectly for the position that I'm in. Right, right. It selects for people with great attention to detail. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> So what do you think are the best parts of your job? Well, first and foremost, I think there would be the residents. You know, without the residents, we wouldn't have a, a job to come to. But uh, I've, I've come to, to, to know and, 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 and love all of our residents. But I think my staff is, is definitely right up there, too. I, I have a great group of uh, 38 dedicated employees who uh, is their life's mission to, to come in here and take care of our residents after all, this is their home, and uh, we're here. We're here every day, taking care of them and 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 providing them a, a home-like environment, and just taking care of their their needs the best we can. Guy, thanks for speaking with Leading Age. Gene, thank you. It was my pleasure. Voices from the Field is ultimately about the jobs of the future. More than 2 million new people will be needed by 2030, just to keep up with the growth of America's aging population. This series is brought to you by the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions. I'm Gene Mitchell, and the center is led by Susan Hildebrandt. Learn more at leadingage.org forward slash workforce.